Before we start today's episode, I want to thank Isaac, Flower, Cody, and Victor for donating to us on Patreon. If you want to donate to us on Patreon, you can find us at www.patreon.com slash emblemcast. Help us pay the rent, baby. We gotta feed Husser somehow. And welcome back to another episode of Emblemcast. I don't the even know what most punctual podcast in the world. We get around to it eventually. Yeah, we did. Hey, we're not we dead go. yet. That we should go. be our tagline. <laughs> oh At this point, it should be. Uh, yeah, we've got we've got like over twenty episodes. It's like I feel like I mean years. you know we've we've been around for over two years now. I feel like. We're that fucking singer, you know, from like the 70s or something like that, that your mom is like, are they still alive? <laughs> or like the zombie that you hit in the head with a shovel and then it falls down for four months and then it like gets back up and then it like walks around for like five episodes and then you hit it with a shovel again and then it's down for another four months. Remember that time when we said we yeah. were going to be bi-weekly? Oh, sorry, I was going <laughs> down there. That's probably that worked. Scottish. That went real well. I think we've had maybe two episodes ever that were two weeks apart. I think no, we've uh, might I, be. No, we've. I think we've, we've done it twice. We've done a little better than that. We've done it twice. Yeah, we, we've okay. done it more than we've right. had times where it's like a two week or three week delay, but then we have a uh, times like this. We one. should give ourselves more credit. Guys. I don't think so. <laughs> well, we're, here. we're talking That's about our punctuality. Matters. We don't really deserve credit for that. I'll, I'll yeah. give ourselves credit in the literal sense of I credit us like a D for punctuality. Like <laughs> hey, we don't literally that's passing. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we technically what? succeed in putting out episodes sometimes. <laughs> anyway, after this minute and a half long intro, uh, this is Emblemcast. We're a Fire Emblem podcast. <laughs> Occasionally. That, that's yeah. the game series we're supposed to talk about. My name's Devin. I'm your host, apparently. And, We're so uh, unsure about everything. I really am. <laughs> Be assertive. <I'm> like, <laughs> I I think every que- or every every sentence I've said in this podcast so far has just ended with a question mark, like, and that has apparently oh, somewhere we, in there. Are we are we emblemcast? Apparently. <laughs> Do you know where you are? Uh, are you no, doing but, okay? Yeah, I think but you're just I'm, becoming a Californian. Uh, that'd be like, that's how they talk. It's all sort of quizzical, even though it really shouldn't be. That's true. Nice. I I think this the let's say the first half of the episodes in in this series so far was like my slow mental decline. And slow. this this, and this the second latter, half is your fast no, mental this, decline. No, this this <laughs> latter half has been my transformation into a chad. Oh, that's, that's unlucky. Yeah. The true the true culminations. Anyway, my name is not Chad, it's Devin. But maybe. What are your guys' names? <laughs> oh my god. I'm Sheffin. Keegan. And I'm Husser, who Ooh. is not only a main cast member, but also the editor of this fine show. So, you know. I'll yeah. apologize in advance for something stupid that will inevitably happen. I don't fine mean in fine. the way that like in you say case... to your girlfriend when, when she asks you like, How do I look today? And you're like, You look fine. <laughs> no, fine in, is in inadequate. This case, in this case yeah. I more mean it as inadequate. <laughs> it's okay, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean this fine show like fine art. I mean this fine show like it's okay. <laughs> Even that stretching. <laughs> Some anyway, shows are award worthy. We're offhand mention worthy. 
Before long, anyway, we'll be this on is our segment one. Uh, yeah, this is this is where we talk about video games we've been playing. So I think we're just gonna get this out of the way first because I know myself, Egan, and Sheffin have been playing this game. It's uh, it's the new hotness on Switch. It is Octopath Traveler. Uh, so. Keegan, why don't you start off, just because, as I think you've probably detailed on the podcast before, I would assume at least, uh, Bravely Default is one of your favorite games. Bravely Default and Bravely Second sit basically right next to each other, and I can never decide which one to put above the other. And I never will. So but how are you liking Bravely Third, then? Bravely Third? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely... I can tell there are some times where it takes a couple pages out of Bravely Default's book, and obviously I'm going to like any time that a game does that. Especially, Have you seen that there are all these conspiracy theories saying, like, is Octopath in the same world as Bravely <laughs> Default? No. Because they're, they're literally, I, I saw this on a Game Explained video the other day. There is a piece of concept art that they released uh, once the game announced. At, by the way, this is pretty crazy. The game's been out for, what, a week and a half? And it's already shipped over a million units worldwide. That's crazy. Especially for a Japanese RPG, that's, like... Yeah, especially for one that doesn't really come from a pre-established series either. This is its own thing. Yeah, it's like exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened with something that's existed and, forever. And, but you know, very classic style RPG, not right. like action RPG or something right. like that. Anyway, but the the piece of art they tweeted out that looked like that looked like the the butterfly character. Or whatever, oh, like Aerie. Okay, a distance. Yeah, Aerie. So people are like, that's another hint that it's in the and same I, world. <laughs> I, I haven't been far enough to you know have say I've seen everything, but I would be thoroughly surprised if they somehow connected to Bravely Default, even in some yeah. bullshit way. Like it's. And that being said, um, this is not a very story-heavy game. It, it's <laughs> full, its story is just kind of it's weird. Story light. Yeah, well, and because of how they split it up, it just kind of does weird things with the pacing. Just because you, you're never going to see someone's full story play out immediately because the game just locks oh. that from you, which I think is fine. It's not necessarily a bad thing because I, I feel like getting some of their... Because none of their stories are very long. Everyone's is four chapters. Yeah. Which, so it kind of helps because you would be able to, like, marathon through a story in, like, a couple hours if you really wanted to. And I don't think... I feel like them elongating it does kind of help it a little bit. Make it feel less short. the problem short. is... Another reason why you can't just do it in a few hours is, the, my, in my opinion, the biggest problem with this game, and that's the, uh, that is the level, the, the weird level gaps that they have between chapters, because I finished all the chapter ones, which is where you just slowly go around the world to get all eight of the party members, then you can kind of pick which four you want to keep in your main party from there. I guess three, because the character you pick from the beginning, uh, Always the senior party. But I had my highest level at the end of chapter one. Uh, I think it was like 16, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's about where I was. And then, and then the lowest level, recommended level chapter two, is 21. So, Which, I, in my there's, case, there's that just was a weird grind. In there. particular for me, it wasn't as big of a deal because the, chap the one that's 21, if I remember correctly, at least one of them was Primrose, who she's like all the way up in a weird corner. And I got lost trying to go there. So I was able to get to like level 20 by the time I even got there. But I mean, you're sort of encouraged to at least fight on the road a bit between your chapters just to help close the level gap. At least I think you should. But I think the even bigger problem in the relation to levels is just how little, and I shouldn't even say how little, there is no compensation whatsoever for the other party members you don't use. 
and in a game where you're forced to use them for their chapters. So, like, when you get to Chapter 2, since we're talking about the level gap, um, the whatever characters you recruit towards the end of it, since they show up at level 1, and then you immediately have to take them into chapters where they have to be in the 20s, and optimistically, they'll be in their early teens by the end of their chapter. Optimistically. So, they're already yeah. going to be ridiculously underleveled by the time you get there, and you probably will either have to grind to catch them up, or just deal with a lower-level person in your party. And then if you grind I've to catch them up, the other four stay behind, and that problem just feeds into itself. And is even worse with the fact that one of your party members is locked until you finish their story. So that no matter what, you're so, going to have one ridiculously overleveled person, and the other rest of your party is going to be who the hell else knows where in the middle, just depending on how much you do and don't use them. And in what order you recruit yeah. them as well. So if I may move along, sure. uh, speaking of horrific level curves, uh, one thing that I've been playing is Pokemon <laughs> Heart Gold for like How's the millionth time. Nice. But, How's that going? Wow. Are you doing like a Nuzlocke or anything like that? Or so what I've been doing is a run. is a single Pokemon only run. Oh, and solo. Ah. Those are most fun when you pick a crappy Pokemon, yeah. so you have to like figure out how to do it. So what I picked was Dunsparce. Oh, which, oh man, the, go the god, yeah. <laughs> the, the god legend. Dunsparce. It's even better because it's got a one percent encounter rate in the dark cave. So I had to spend like an hour just trying to fucking find one. In the so first you could place. start playing the game. Yeah, it was it was pretty great, uh, but it was fine because I just watched stuff that was on French Netflix, but not American Netflix, while I did it, nice. and it worked out fine. Yeah, so I just beat Lance today uh, in that run. It was pretty fun, because uh, Dunsparce has this ability called Serene Grace, which doubles the, like, secondary effective moves. So, like, yeah, Headbutt, which is a stab move, has a 30% chance of causing a Pokemon to flinch. So, if you have Serene Grace, it is a 60% chance, which means that if you also paralyze them, they have, like, a 5% chance of being able to do anything ever. So, are you just going to para-flinch your way through the game? I already have, kind of. <laughs> wow. Just paraflinch yeah. your way all the way to red. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> Plus, he also learns Ancient Power, which has a 10% chance of raising all of your stats. For him, it's a 20% chance. So if you just, like, use all of them at the beginning of, like, a hard fight, the chances are you'll get that, like, once or twice. And then he'll just have, like, super boosted stats the whole time. It was pretty fun. Nice. And that added, like, a level of strategy to it. Especially in Elite Four, when there's like not enough PP at all. Cause yeah, because you, you don't really have very many. Well, you suppose you have some PP items, but I mean, if you're spamming stuff like Ancient Power every fight, you kind of have to use one for that alone every fight. Yeah, exactly. Well, it basically meant that I had to pick which members to use it on because I only had like two PP restoring items in the Elite Four oh, fight. That's unfortunate. Yeah, two or three. Because I had, I kept having to use them on Silver because he had a Haunter. And I would use Ancient Power early on and forget about it. And then I'd get to Haunter and be out. And I'd be like, shit, I have to use a PP restoring item. <laughs> and then you hope you still have one left. Yeah, pretty pretty much. But doesn't he, uh, have, luckily I, doesn't he have something like Bite or Crunch in his moveset? I don't remember, honestly. I haven't used Dunsparce, like, ever. He yeah. can get Bite if you breed it. Oh, but I hadn't done that. there's the problem. What I, what I, I did for the Elite you. Four... Because Karen's Gengar kept spamming Spite, which made Ancient Power impossible to use because it has 5 PP, right. was I taught him Shadow Ball, which works pretty well because he's a mixed attacker, 
but it meant that I had to delete Roost, which meant that I had to buy like 30 Hyper Potions. But it was fine. It worked <laughs> out. Right. So yeah, so done... that was pretty fun. <laughs> any, other, any Fire Emblem you've been playing at all? Yes! I have been playing Fire Emblem 8 Self-Randomize, which I've been talking about a bit in previous episodes. I've been sort of moving along there. I've reunited after the root split. I'm at the, the chapter where you're defending Lara Shell's place. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, Rouston. Yeah. Where you're, like, defending that hall right oh, now. That, oh, of that war. chapter. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one with uh, the priest whose name I'm totally forgetting off the top of my head that you have to kill. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, remember his name, but... Uh, Riev? Riev, yeah, yeah, No, because he's in a... Oh, yeah, maybe that's him. He's in the, anyway, he's I've in been the bottom of the off. map, I think. Yeah, because you need... There's a secret shop in it that I want to get, but then I have to look up where it is and, like, trade a bunch of items around, and it's just, like, a huge hassle that I've been putting off. But... Well, I mean, you can do the secret shop on the map. Can't you? Yeah, you can do it. So you don't have to do it in the middle of the chapter, especially since you're limited on turns. You can do the secret shop on the map? Mm -hmm. How does that work? You just have to have a member card. Yeah, you just need the member card, and you just go up to... You just go to the square... Well, no, I'm saying like on oh, the like... on the overworld map. Oh, that yeah, uh, that's the creature campaign. Oh, uh, okay. Because I remembered you could, but I didn't remember how. I, thought, I knew there was a catch. Never mind. There's the yep. There's the catch. <laughs> that's how they get you. Damn it. Yeah, but uh, you know, I've been rolling along. I've got Paladin Erica and Paladin Natasha who have actually been doing. Oh, that those. sounds really good. <laughs> I didn't realize it because there's no reason to use her in Sacred Stones vanilla like at all. But Natasha actually has really good growths. Yeah, they're really good. It's just the bases aren't that good. <laughs> yeah, just no, put her in but... a class that's better, and yeah. Yeah, it turns out when you make almost anyone a cavalier, they become really good. Who would have thought? <laughs> Making anyone a cavalier is a good idea. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm basically playing horse emblem because like fucking everyone got randomized to a horse class. I've got There's Paladin Erica, Paladin Natasha, uh, Franz, and Ephraim are this monster centaur class. Oh, uh, okay. Still has horse uh, movement. Oh, those ones. Yeah, the... but like it's fine because they're both good enough stat wise that it doesn't really matter. Uh. And um trying to remember what else has been going on it's honestly been kind of a while since i played it oh yeah i got a uh, dark mage loot so she's a summoner which is fun right not drastically different from what she normally yeah, say so she's still but... using magic and she's still a foot yeah. unit yeah i'd never used a summoner before though wow uh, well yeah because i really? played erica mode so i didn't care about noel and and then uh, no one cares about ewan is obviously <laughs> like trash yeah, and it's it's cool. It's not as broken as summoning in Gaiden slash Echoes, but it's still, you know, fun. And you can actually control them, which is nice. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I also was with Theo, and we played uh, Rivals of Aether a little bit, and, like, other fighting games. He's been getting really into fighting games, so I've been playing more of those. It's pretty right. fun. been playing more Smash tournaments and stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, so there's that. Rivals of Aether is, like, I think it's made by the Project M people, or it's, like, associated with them in some way. But it's very similar to Smash, which is cool, because there's not enough fighting games that play that way. And it's pretty fun. Um, 
And we've also been playing Darkstalkers, which most people only know of as, like, the source for Morgan and Marvel vs. Capcom. But it's actually really fun in its own right. It's just kind of a standard fighting game. But it's got this really weird, like, demon-y aesthetic for all the characters. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty much what I've been yeah. doing. Alright. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, for, I guess for Keegan or Devin, any non-Octopath things? Since I cut that off. Right. Uh, mm. You know, there's one game I'd like to talk about, but I, I'm saving it for when Darren's here. That, uh, I'm in the same boat as you are. There's one game I want to save for him. Oh, that's right. You've been playing... I, well, I know what you've been playing. I, do you I, know? I won't say it. I do. You why, not, why not just say hey, Darren doesn't? I think you can say what the game is. You just don't have to talk about it. Okay, I'll I'll say what game it is. I've been playing. Uh, uh, yeah, I picked up Trails too. of Cold Steel, and since I know he's has reviews of it on his channel at uh, YouTube.com/slash/TheGamingPilgrimage, yeah. you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I I figured that would be something that would be kind of interesting to talk with him about. So I'll save what I have to say about that for when both him and I are on next. And I also still need to finish the second game. So all the more reason to say what I have to say. Yeah. But I, I have really mostly nothing but good things to say about it, just to I'm I'm going to hold it off. I'm going to I'm going to hold off on mine is cuz I beat an RPG. So Wow. wow. You, I wow. managed know, to that, like you beat a game literally at first on the show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hang on a second. Yeah. Was it a Pokémon game? Cuz that doesn't no. count. <laughs> okay, this is actually impressive. Devin managed know, to beat a game. Yeah. Been, okay. have, have you ever gotten around to finishing Persona 3? Probably not. Whatever the Three? No, I didn't play three. Persona four then? Whichever one you've been talking. Is it five? Uh, four and five, but no, it's not Persona five. That would be too much credit. Yeah, no, you don't deserve that much credit. The game's too long. No, that's for you. like a hundred hours. I, I'd probably not can't if count you're me and you got through it. I, I, I gotta be honest. I have not tried counting to one hundred. I'm not sure if I could accomplish that. I believe in you. You can get to at least seventy-five. <laughs> Well, See, you say 75, Keegan, but I have no. <laughs> Keegan, I have no metric for where 75 is between 1 and 100. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I guess you'll find out when you get there, if you get there. It's an action RPG, that's all I'll say. So, <laughs> you know, kind, a kind of a fake RPG. No, not Final Kingdom Hearts. Final Fantasy? So I should no. give you less credit then because it's an action RPG? Is that what you're saying? No, because I got good. Are you Those sure? Are the only two action RPGs I know. <laughs> I just literally gave it away. It went oh. over my head, and I'm just going to let it stay over my head. Yeah. All right. It, All right. it makes for more fun discourse in the future. But yeah. I, I actually I do have one thing I want to talk about for two seconds, just because another new release, and I think it's worth mentioning. Any of you guys Mega Man fans? I know no. Theo's yeah. a big Mega Man fan. Yeah, so I picked up uh, the Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 on Switch, and I've been playing a little bit of X1 which is a game I have played, like, 90% of, maybe four times. And it's... I, I just have not, like, beaten Stigma or anything at the end, but I've done a number of runs to that game, and it's one absolutely one of my favorite Nintendo games. And uh, side-scrolling platformers of all time. And it's just as great on a replay. X1 is an incredible game. And uh, I don't know, I, I totally recommend... X Legacy Collection 1 to anyone who has a little bit of an interest in the series because you're basically getting the four best Mega Man X games in one collection for $20. And X3 it's almost... is not a top four Mega Man X game, but okay. I, I see your what, point. What, what is, what's, <laughs> what's in there then? Uh, eight? Uh, one, two, four, and probably eight. five. Maybe eight. I don't know. Yeah. 
but not not three. Well, like, but it's not an awful game. It's better than like no, five not, and six. No, not none of them except six and seven are awful. But yeah, you know. But I'm just saying, X one obviously like one of the most classic of all classic games. X four, I've not played it, but that game looks fucking incredible. X two looks cool, and X three just looks like it kind of it tried different stuff, but didn't always work. <laughs> But I'm oh, I'm see, just saying. I think of for, X3 is not even trying. I'm just saying for for like you know, really nice playing versions of those games with a bunch of different options, and like achievements, and also there's the whole X challenge mode, which for people who don't know, they they have crossover boss fights where you have two boss fights at once with like different bosses throughout the series. So you could have like an X1 boss and an X4 boss like at the same time. And all that for 20 bucks? Yeah. Like, Mega Man X Collection is a must for anyone without an emulator. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but it's... it's. I mean, we are getting Mega Man 11, but it's no, just... No, and not... it's not like it's that easy to emulate, like, X8. No. So, you know, there's that. Well, X8, and, the, like, these are really nice-looking versions of the game because they look fantastic on the Switch screen, as, you know, most of those kind of games look. Um... I don't know, it just it feels nice to have Mega Man, especially Mega Man X, because I, I love me some classic Mega Man, but I, I do think the X series, at its highs at least, surpasses the classic series. It's really nice yeah. to have it on the go and have that on an HD system. And like those, you know, the say what you want about X7, and I know people like X8, but they like, they did entire HD remasters of those. <laughs> X Mega Man X7 got an HD remaster. <laughs> Honestly, I think if you take the series as a whole, they only get better. I like X better than Classic. I like Zero better than X, and I think ZX is the best like platformer series. Although it's only two games. Right. You know, I'm not familiar with those two series. I have played like I've emulated the first Zero game. Oh yeah, no Zero like One is not that good. Yeah, like it's. <laughs> It's okay, but the music's not great. The bosses are not... Like, you could start with Zero Two really easily, and that's probably a better yeah. way to go. Yeah. Um, man, I love me some Mega Man, and I know people have conflicting feelings on Mega Man 11, but I, I just want to stay cautiously optimistic, and it's just nice to see that there is a new Mega Man game after, what, like 10 years? Something like that. Close to 10 years. Yeah, wow funny to think about it's it's really weird to think that like you know when when we were young growing up there were like what like three or four Mega Man games a year and through most of our adolescence there just has been nothing nothing for that series which is sad it's true yeah uh mm -hmm. have you guys been playing anything else i guess or uh let's see uh, for for me I actually have done a whole lot of uh, main mainline Fire Emblem. I've been mostly just playing Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, the, the never ending grind. The never ending grind. I it's unpopular. Oh, I, I do I have one game I want to talk about. Actually, I actually I'm, I, I'm actually, actually enjoying Heroes at the moment. Nice. As opposed to what the uh, sub. Unlike me. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I I know what I want from a mobile game, and I just use it to the best. But other than that, I've been testing Staff of Ages since 2.0 is going to be releasing. That's soon. right. Definitely going to do an episode on that. 
probably could potentially maybe dating us if it releases before her. Before so you're a tester. So what do you do to like try to break the game? Uh, mostly just play through it, and a lot of the broken stuff. You either... just try and like cheese it super hard. Sometimes, sometimes I do. If I if I just want to like get through, because you can usually like find a lot of like broken stuff just by playing through it. Yeah. And then then I start trying to like do like obscure like setups or actions, and that's when you really start get to get the weird things, <laughs> like animations not lining up, text boxes, uh, text boxes popping up in combat. Nice. Well. Nice. Shop, uh, just breaking shops, soft locking the game constantly. Uh, breaking stats. Just yeah, there are fun glitches and there are like not fun glitches, and soft locking is always in the latter category. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> you don't like to not be able to play your game. Usually, <laughs> when, Usually. when it's soft like, occasionally. Not. <laughs> I mean, when you really hate the game you're playing, maybe you just like soft locking <laughs> yeah. is a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this. If, yeah, you just that's just a sign <laughs> of like okay, that's enough for today. That's enough. I'm done. Yeah, Honestly. Uh, I played a lot of Sonic 06, and that has definitely happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, all right, I guess that's I'm so, That's okay, the, just yeah. the Sonic 06 experience. You have played a weirdly like large amount of <laughs> that game before. I just have fun with it, because it's so broken that it like wraps back yeah. around. It's like watching The Room or something. I'll be honest, if, like... if it was on Steam, like I probably would have picked it up on a sale at this point. I used to own it. And I don't want to go get it like a I PS3 almost, copy I almost or need something. to see if I have it still just to yeah. go through the experience again. Because I've played like half of it. I don't ever think I finished it because it's obviously infuriating. But uh... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remembered one more thing I want to talk about just because right. we're, we're not doing a mailbag segment. And I want to extend this a little bit more. We haven't been talking about it. But um, I picked up Mario Tennis Aces. Oh. Uh, have you guys play that at all? I have yeah. not. I'm still that game <laughs> is stupidly fun. Like, that game not deserve to be as fun as it is, <laughs> or competitive as it is, but it's actually, like, a blast. <laughs> and the, the online is really fun. There is a lack of single-player content, and the roster is not, like, gigantic, but there's been leaks for DLC and stuff like that coming out, all free DLC. And they've been releasing a new character every month, kind of like... I guess it's whatever, because the characters aren't super different, but they are different enough, and if you pay attention to any of the, the discussion around this game, there's been a lot of talk about Bowser Jr. being, like, overpowered and whatever. Uh, so, characters definitely make a difference, but it's it's not like Smash, where, you know, in Smash, like... It's not like Smash where anyone cares about it. Oh, <laughs> that's not true, dude. There's oh. been like actual tournaments and shit. And, no, like, no, I'm just kidding, man. This, I, I, I'm. Did you hear it was like one of the best-selling games of last month? Fucking Mario oh God, Tennis really? Aces, dude. Yeah. Wow. Just throw Mario's name. So the on Switch anything. is on fire. Octopath can sell over a million in a week and a half, and <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces can be a bestseller. Uh, but yeah, oh, I mean, I actually yeah. forgot about Aces something. the uh, Chain Chomp. Yeah. This tennis player. I should talk That's... about this because it was kind of cool. Yeah. So, I was in Paris with Theo for a couple days, and we found this like. He's the music street. guy. Yeah. Well, he's been a guest also on the show. Yeah. Um, cool. Just for people that ha first time listeners. <laughs> it's true. Oops. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, 
We found this street that was like. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna call Theo now. Sorry, it took me a minute. To, <laughs> to think of that. That's actually really funny. Continue. Okay. Anyway, it had all these video game stores, like a ridiculous amount, like right next to each other. It was on uh, Rue Voltaire, and they all had this. They they like most of them had a bunch of crazy retro stuff. So you could find like cartridges for like really weird old shit. Like I found a Sacred Stones cart that they were selling for like 130 euros because oh. all the GBA Fire Emblem games are super rare. I found a fucking Gaiden cart. It was Japanese and it was like Damn. hundreds of dollars. But it, <laughs> yeah, it was insane. And they also had all these old discs that were really cool, except like almost all consoles are region locked. So that kind of sucked because it was like all the oh, stuff yeah, that we could Oh yeah, because back in buy. the day that was all region yeah. locked. Yeah. That's but how, one thing that isn't region locked is the DS, and I found a platinum cart. And platinum is really fucking expensive here. Like it's like sixty bucks if you want to buy it. Really? Even now? Yeah. Uh, maybe not quite that bad, but it's platinum and heart gold and soul silver are both like they've kept their value ridiculously well. But in France, it was like fifteen euros, and obviously it was the French version. But I speak French, so that's like fine. Uh, and then I played platinum, which was cool because I'd never actually played Gen Four before. Fun. And that's when Theo got really? Sonic Mania Plus, also, because he wanted a physical version. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the French. Yeah. In fact, because he got the physical French version, it's got, like, uh, Mega Drive branding on the reversible cover instead of Genesis, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Oh. Yeah. Neat. So that was cool. Platinum's a pretty good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like it at it. least. I like Platinum. Although way too many HMs. I needed two fucking die oh, yeah. girls just to get through Victory Road. Like, yeah. all of them with four HM moves. It was insane. And Mount Coronet, kind of a bitch when you're, like, climbing to the top yeah. of it. Yeah. The idea of having a central location that you crisscross back and forth throughout the entire game is cool. Pretty cool. But all the fucking HMs just really ruin it. Yeah, especially when there's a people, lot of them that just aren't very good. Like, I don't think cares people about give credit. People don't give enough credit to how ambitious the DS Pokemon games were. I would argue more so than the 3DS ones. Yeah, I mean, huh. Platinum is kind of the peak of, like, pre-streamlined Pokemon design, and that means that you get weird, ambitious stuff, like blowing up the lake and, like, a bunch of different pokemon abilities and balance and stuff that's really cool yeah and it also means you get shit like peak hms that are just at their most awful in the entire series and stuff like that um you know i like a lot of what gen 5 did but i can also respect the fact that it really dumped things down in a lot of like in, in the sense of exploring the world in a lot of ways not that platinum isn't linear but it's at least doing more interesting things with its linear path yeah, but every Pokemon game is linear. That's what that's what I don't know, don't completely understand about the like non-linear argument. Right. Well, okay, in Gen One, there are like three gyms that you legitimately can do in any order. Gen One's in a Gen broken two, game anyway. We don't. Yeah, yeah. Gen, Gen, Gen One is a broken. No, no, no let, at let me all. just go through it here for a second. It doesn't hold up. Then at in all. Gen Two, first of all, Kanto is totally open. Like, pretty much, you've got the like power line side quest. Yeah, but that that's post game. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, but Gen 2 open. also has... You can do, uh, you know, three gyms in any order there also. You're probably going to do... Yeah, but everyone do... does them in just, like, the normal order. <laughs> when just, I was like, doing my Dunsparce only stuff. run, I did pro I did the Ice Gym before I went to do the other two, actually. 
Because I was over leveled and it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But I'm just saying, like, I'm a fan of nonlinear game design a lot of the times, but I, it just, like, it's never impacted my enjoyment in Pokemon. There's totally, like, a ton of ways that they've done dumbed the series down recently and done a little bit to fix in Sun and Moon. But, uh, well, I like, don't know. I think part of that might just be how much immersed you can get. Because, again, in Platinum, it's totally a straight line, but you're, like, crisscrossing Mount Coronet, like, a thousand times, and you're, like... And yeah, it's a there, straight there line, but it doesn't really ever feel like a straight line because you, of the yeah. way you go it's through the region. And then you get yeah. to, like, black and white, where it's like, oh, this is really just a straight line. It, well, black and white's oh, yeah. just, like, literally a circle. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, well, no, that's, that's probably good for like, this segment. Yeah. I think it's probably time to move on. Gen 4 sucks. Well, no, it doesn't. Fuck you. The, the battles aren't even that slow, man. Oh yeah, god, no. The ba slander. I, I really like Gen 4, but the battle system is fucking awful. Yeah, just it be glad like that you weren't playing Diamond to, and Pearl. Do an attack. Yeah. Have you seen Diamond and Pearl on. Surf Speed? Diamond was the first Pokemon game I ever played. Oh. It was... So I didn't so realize how slow it was, and then I came back to it, and <laughs> oof. Yeah. It was, right. bad. It was bad. Let's move on to our next segment here. Yeah. Assuming everyone It'll be the stuck. rumored mystery dungeon segment. Finally! And welcome back to the Pokemon Mario Tennis, uh, fuck, Octopath Traveler, non-specific action role-playing RPG, uh, Trails in the Sky podcast. Trails of Cold Steel. Oh yeah, not Trails in the Sky, that's the first one. Trails of Cold Steel. Uh... I'm Are you ever gonna get tired of that joke? Because you've literally been making it for two and a half years now. Probably not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I actually made it on the first episode. You did. So. You did. You did. You really made it every like single Advanced episode Wars podcast or something yep, you like did. that. Yep. <laughs> eventually, eventually, Devin will stop playing games. I might not be seen on. Like, I don't think Devin's gonna lose his enough. hands in some accident, and then he'll never be able to play games again. And then he'll, and then he'll finally run out of ways. Are you I won't learn how to do it with my feet? Uh, yes. yes. I have dedication. <laughs> no, you don't. Have you ever completed <laughs> no. a game in your life? You've completed no. one game in your entire life. <laughs> Alright, but... Anyway, so this, this is episode. the part of the podcast where we actually talk about Fire Emblem. That game series. <laughs> Congratulations for making it this far. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest, if it was my choice, I would not have stuck around this far, so... So props to you, but <laughs> I have to be here. <laughs> you like it sound like we're holding you against your will. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, today's topic is... We're uh, talking about Three Houses. That's the new game. 
Yeah. They finally said something about it. Yeah. It only it's took nice them to a year that we're and finally, a half. We're finally getting uh, Shin Megami Cross Fire Emblem. I mean, they they said it was coming to Wii U, but they you know they just never mentioned it. But <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's. I here can't now. take this slander. How dare you talk poorly about this masterpiece? I think he's just talking about how the portraits look like Persona. I know. I know what the. I know what he's doing, but he's talking bad about Tokyo I mean, Mirage the whole in thing the process. Just looks, I'm not trying to. The whole thing just looks like an Atlas RPG. It really does. The, the whole thing. Well, the, yeah, the, the art, art style. style. No, I mean, but also just like the layout of the game and and things like that. It looks very Atlas inspired, which is not necessarily a complaint. I'm I'm a fan of Atlas. Um. But it's not at least quite what I was looking for in a Fire Emblem game. But I, I don't want to sound negative because we don't really know that we, much. We, we, so at yeah, the end of the day, one. we have a two-minute video. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard okay. to jump to too many conclusions about how the game is going to be structured when we have watched That's two true, minutes but, of gameplay. And not even all of it I was mean, gameplay. Like, half of it was a trailer. Half of it was like a rendition. This, this we have seen for... art now of... The three characters that are almost certainly going to be like the three sort of main protagonist right. lords. There. The Asker Trio, Axe, yeah. There's Axe Micaiah, Blue Clive, and the other guy. Clive was already blue. Clive is blue. Clive. So it's just Clive. So Clive's just bad. He back. just wants to be human. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Axe Micaiah, Clive, and the other guy. Yeah. Edgelord or whatever. No, yeah. no, that's Axe Micaiah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Edelgard. Edelgard, yeah. Edgelord, yeah. But it's, yeah, Edgelord, which is like, no, no one reads Edelgard the first time. And then Clive is called Dimitri, and I honestly can't remember what the third guy's name is. I don't is. know. I think he's Cassius. That sounds, that sounds right. right. I believe it. It's something. <laughs> None of us know, but we're all willing <laughs> to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just one last one thing on the art style before I guess we move off from that. It was actually brought up to me that it's actually mo- that the art style is actually more reminiscent to uh, Trauma Center. Yes, I remember. Seeing oh that. God, it Persona- really is. Yeah. Then Persona but that, art that's style. still Atlas. Oh, still. But it, yeah, well, people different. were saying that it's like the Persona artist, but it's not really. But it, it no, probably but isn't I, I never artist. thought it was just like that. Did have any of you guys played Shin Megami Tensei Four? It it has a little bit of a SMT Four kind of art style. And it's just like the weird Atlas look. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, I mean, it does obviously have some Atlas. sort of inspiration from Atlas, whether or not that's like yeah. because of the actual artist or they've just uh, borrowed the style. I, I, per- Who knows? Persona's Persona does pretty well. I I think Nintendo's taking note. I'm just saying. And I mean, if they have, I can't necessarily complain. I liked Persona. No, 5. I like Persona. Yeah. I like a lot of dumb anime shit. I fucking like Danganronpa. Weeb. Fire Emblem. Yeah, Fire I love how you're getting called out for being a weeb and not me. This is the best timeline. Two weebs. Whoa! Uh, this is slander. <laughs> We've seen the what? art style. We've seen the lords who, um... Again, we have yeah, we've Pink seen... Lana Sky and... We've also <laughs> seen battles that seem to chug a lot in frame rate. <laughs> I mean, it could yeah, also just be like early game. Hopefully that gets worked We can that hope way. anyway. But honestly, I mean, I hope they work it out because it looks kind of ugly, but if there's a series ever that could afford to have terrible frame rate, you know, Fire Emblem is not like fucking Kingdom Hearts. I mean, yeah, you know? yes, It's not Devil May Cry. You don't need to. That's true, but it's still disappointing to me. No, like, when it's that bad that it's really noticeable, that's bad. Like, don't get me wrong. But 
It doesn't need to be, you know, a perfect 60 FPS from start to finish. In yes, quite it the does. Same way. I, I, I have to say, like, this is just personal taste. And again, I don't want to... I feel like I'm sounding too negative here. Because I'm you still are. interested <laughs> to see what's coming next with the game. And, you know, how, how it looks in the future. But... I'm not sure I'm super on board with the whole battle thing, like, where we have a bunch of random no-name soldiers, like, in the back when an enemy and stuff I like that. I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, we have no idea how much it impacts gameplay or even how many chapters it's true for. You know, for all we know, it's like a trailer-grabbing gimmick that exists in two chapters in the game. I doubt yeah. that's what it is, but we just don't know anything yet. I know yeah, that. Fate said, said a similar thing with uh, chapter 6 where you saw where you see the soldiers in the background right. in the animations. And that was that was seen in like all the trailers. And that got hyped up. And then it's like, oh yeah, you only see that in that chapter. That's a specific chapter. You know, so, and similarly in gameplay... That just kind of sounds like Fate's you know, in general. It could go anywhere from being purely visual to turning the game into Advance Wars and we wouldn't really know. Right at this point, and that's also been like, like a com discussion among fans of like, in games like, are we are the people are the units like leading armies? Are they just like the, a person going against country or like what is right? What I, I, kinda, they? I feel like it depends on the context of who you're fighting. Like, Fe4, Fe4, yeah, Fe4. Is it is it really just Seeger just conquering an entire <laughs> continent? Probably is it not. Really, just a single man, or is there like? Some hidden force that. No, also it's like 15 there. guys, dude. Don't yeah, it's about. just. Uh, it's not even 15 guys. It's Sigurd, a couple horses <laughs> that happen to be able to keep up with Sigurd, and then everyone else. I actually wrote a sort of detailed reply on this when it came up on the subreddit, which I just sort of pulled up. And I was. I, it doesn't even necessarily just depend on the game, but probably even the chapter. Like, FE7 is really small scale. It's probably just those units. There's not really any reason to assume that there's any bigger conflict. And then you have games like Awakening and Path of Radiance, where usually you'll have a big army that's doing one thing, while your sort of squad is, like, off securing a different objective, right. and Radiant Dawn does this a lot, too. And that, like that's sort, sort of, of how they get around putting a ridiculous amount yeah. of units on screen. They're just like, oh, well, it's your sort of like, squad's doing something else, but everyone else is fighting off screen. I was just in Normandy, really cool so this is sort of on my mind, but, like, but you can't see it, you know. You send the 13 people to, like, take down the gun or whatever while the massive yeah. army of thousands is, like, doing the other thing, you know? Right. Sort of along those lines. Which does work for Fire Emblem, but I think it's kind of interesting if they're going to find a way to implement that the idea of not, like you were saying with uh, Sigurd just one-man armying FE4 when that most likely actually didn't happen. And there was some sort of, you know, invisible force going along with it that it's just now visible, maybe. See, okay, and it could also that, be a context thing as well. Like that, that, that maybe in true. some specific chapters where it is big, large scale battles, you have those extra people lying around, and then when you have a smaller what? scale job, it's just the individuals, you know. That is true. Look at Fe Six, because once you get out of Etruria, you're like for sure part of a big army. There's no way it's Roy and twelve guys who are. Yeah, Roy and twelve guys aren't one v one burn, right? But at the yeah. same time, if you look at the Bandit chapters. That's fucking absurd if, like... He has you know, a whole army. A couple Everyone, thousand yeah. people. <laughs> There's yeah, not a thousand bandits attacking Terry. <laughs> right. you know? 
But, okay, but does it matter? That's like my big question. I don't think it matters. <laughs> no, was well, I'm trying to say that it's already it not super consistent. That doesn't mean it matters, but that also means that there is sort of room to like, you know, if you want to make it matter for one game, that's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah, and I'm not saying this needs to become like, because again, we're, we're all basing this off of some trailer footage right like we don't know exactly how we're using it we're speculating so for all we know we could be completely off base and it's something totally different we have no fucking clue what it is but even if it is if it's if it's a good idea that actually works well great then it's a good game feature if not they'll probably leave it in one game yeah you know i think there's plenty of games that have had their one-off features that have and have not worked i mean there's a lot of room for games it really makes like it makes the games feel unique, Maybe and that's three. kind of we'll fun. See. Some, you know, I would say that there has yet to be a unique feature that has completely ruined a Fire Emblem right. game. Especially you know? not something that seems like it'll be as uh, small of an impact as this is. I mean, unless you count god-awful maps as a feature. Uh, I, I mean, well, that's that, not that, really that, that that's not a that feature. Comes, <laughs> that, that comes yeah. up and down throughout the series. Yeah. yeah. We don't talk about <laughs> Gaiden, do we? Well, we have it a lot. Well, with, uh, yeah, we have. Echoes. It seems to always come up. Yeah, but it's not like, oh yeah, I love the uh, you know the big maps in FE4. You know, no one's like, I love the awful maps in Gaiden. That's, <laughs> right. not, that's not really how it works. Unless you're a masochist. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so. I really like the fatigue mechanic. Oh yeah, I really loved how fucking slow and boring Gaiden was. <laughs> Gaiden just frustrated me how fucking long it took, and it was fantastic. But I guess sort of getting back on topic. So, and one thing that I sort of noted with like sort of animations is it was sort of a minor thing, but uh, when moving a unit, they actually just go straight to the the selected tile instead of just following the path. Right. That's a little. That's actually a little neat thing, and what it also probably confirms is no, like, pitfall traps that were in, like, Thank Pelly's God. Games. Oh, my God, those were awful. Dude, the... the I mean, it was just those, the, those Yeah, it was just the one games. chapter, but... But it, that it one chapter was awful. awful. <laughs> those chapters were awful. But with this, it sort of basically confirms that there's nothing nothing going to be like the, that. The HUD looked, like, scarily similar to me. It, it, is, it is the first console game since Telly. I, I know that, but it's still a GameCube game to a Switch game, but it was very, like, similar. I mean, I, that's a minor detail, but I just remember mm. noticing that during the trailer. Um, I'm really excited just in general, honestly, because if you look at console Fire Emblem games, if you look at the last ones, you've got Tellius, you've got Thracia, you've got FE4. These are bigger, ambitious games. You know, the handheld ones arguably were a lot more consistent in quality for not being as ambitious but i'm excited for them to sort of take a risk again which i'm, I'm gonna be a, well, i'm gonna be a sick it might not and just you know say, it could just be Fire fates Emblem's three that like Devin that could fun. happen but, but the, old, i mean old man cranky Devin coming through yeah old man cranky Devin. but with the success of fates and awakening and now heroes even echoes like it's a totally different series and i think it is I think it's very difficult to predict what intelligence system. I think might it's be a right stretch now. to say it's a totally different series. Yeah. Especially given was, just how different honestly, Echoes was from the previous two DS yeah, games. What gives me a lot of hope is that Echoes looked like Echoes and it didn't look like yeah, Echoes. Wa- yeah. Of Gaiden, Echoes, for better know? or worse, took basically everything it had from Gaiden. 
in that show that they weren't going to be like, oh, but, well, it's it's Gaiden, but, I mean, but they did new that with, with Para. Well, they yeah, did that with but, Shadow Dragon, but that was pre-Awakening. So, yeah. Right, because your well, whole point is that this is all post-Awakening, and my argument is that Echoes shows that they really haven't changed as much as you're saying they have. They, they I'm just saying drops, Nintendo's perspective on the series <laughs> and their perspective on the series because they're like, oh shit, we can actually make money off of these games now. Which I'm not what saying is mean? even necessarily They've always been making thing. money off of these. They're a yeah. business. Yeah, but They're not like, making these games at a loss. But like, yeah. hella money. <laughs> they're, they're like, I mean, Nintendo has said that they're like in their top tier of franchises at this point. So I mean... They're, I mean, if Octopath can sell a million in a week and a half, I think Intelligent Systems, you know, that might be something they're going towards with this game, which that might have been a, a fever dream ten years ago, but nothing they expected well, keep, to actually happen. That's I, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Nintendo is a Japanese company, which historically don't care about international markets, even when they really should. Yeah. The best-selling Fire Emblem game in Japan is still Mystery of the Emblem. Uh, I think it got outsold by Awakening at one point. Oh, really? But it's it's still it's still up there. Oh. I think Awakening only like outsold it by just a bit. That must have been. Though, I mean, even I still, Mystery of the Emblem of all games holding like a top spot in FE sellers yeah. is notable. It was on especially it was on the since Super like Nintendo Classic or right. Super Famicom Classic. Especially yeah, since so, like yeah. Huster said, they really don't care much about the international market and will cater more to the Japanese market than they will the Western market. Right. Which... Well, you also see that with like which was essentially like the death of Metroid for a yeah. long time. In right. Like ninety percent Met- of the Metroid's time, that's not... really annoying, but it actually yeah. might help here. Right. Yeah, Metroid's like nothing in Japan. Yeah. yeah. And one of the reasons why like Sakurai also kind of like dragged his feet with Ridley, because it's an entirely a Western right game. Some good shit though. Fucking love Metroid. <laughs> Japan's got it wrong. <laughs> but then Japan's probably well, I, also I... not questioning like why we don't pick up certain things that they're oh, oh for sure it's <laughs> yeah. sure. like why doesn't dragon quest sell over there what the hell guys that game's trash <laughs> why do they play it fucking westerners all i'm gonna say is that th- this is what i've been trying to make the point i've been trying to make the entire time is it's gonna sound shitty but we don't know that much about the game so we can't make assumptions and because we don't know that much about the game I'm scared so. I'm going to be let down. That <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Which I feel like I can understand um, that well, mindset, we go, Devin. but you're not going to be let down because you're already really skeptical. Yeah, right. So problem solved. Well, yeah, and one, and people not even not even just okay. you, but people with your mindset already have like their expectations fairly low and aren't expecting this to be much, and are sort of whether consciously or not expecting this game to fail or flop I, in I'm some capacity like, or another. Then I you're not going to, look- to be that disappointed. I expected this game to look different. It looks even more different than I expected. Well, it's because people are going to I'm, always I'm ha- set their expectations. Especially since we had yeah. a year and a half between the time it was announced that it exists and we saw anything. People are going to send their expectations to the freaking roof. Like, that's just going yes. to happen. We just didn't see fuck for that uh-huh. year and a half. Right. I, I just think, and, and I, I want to make this clear. They probably shouldn't have announced it. This, so this, this, yeah, this, is, a, this is not... All right, let's go, Devin. This, go. this is, you know... Is as fun as things like Game Explain or whatever it can be sometimes, and the speculation. I don't want people to think that this is a speculative discussion right now. This is just what we feel about what we've seen, you know, uh, dedicated fans to the series. Um, 
I have no idea. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Speculation, did you say? Okay, yeah. I'm going to bet you that Edelgard makes, like, a tiny mistake and gets vilified by the fandom for it. There, that's Ooh. my speculation. Okay. What is she uh, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll give that to you. Yeah. Well, what, 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 what's Celica yeah. or Micaiah uh, or Erica or <laughs> any female, any female for female lord in the series? Yeah. Uh, continue. Wow, down. that's that's actually a good point. Yeah, <laughs> that's I didn't a reason think about that. that happens. It's almost as if female lords aren't written differently, but people judge them differently anyway. Hmm. I just feel yeah. fucking like okay, like caught in the dark with this because. We didn't hear anything for a very long time. We knew this game was in development. Everyone's like, what is this going to be? This is probably going to be different. Even, But is it going to be different? Because 3DS games were so successful. Or, you know, the most successful they've been in a long time. Especially internationally. And then we get this three-minute trailer where we see a bunch of new stuff that makes it look like an Atlas RPG. Where it's like, what, what the fuck? Where's my Fire Emblem? There's a bunch of weird random stuff. And then it ends. I'm not oh, saying this is going to be a, I feel like a that's horrible such an experience. I'm not saying this is going to be a horrible game, that's... but but I'm just saying I, I don't have I don't know what this game is going to play like, but I also am like, wow, I'm very confused and almost know less about this game than I did when I knew nothing. <laughs> well, hold on a that, sec, because even what Fates game broadly play. played like Fire Emblem, you know. Not, you're not. They're not going to release fucking Sharp Fe from this. I know okay? that. I know that. Which I know Keegan like, but you've got to admit it's totally different from. Oh Fantasy. yeah, no, I won't defend how different it is by all means. I think it's a fun game regardless. But yes, it is very aesthetically different from Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem by a mile. Like oh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and say that they should be connected in any way because it's they're not. It's the like literally. So yeah. Graphically, it's a lot though. more Atlas similar. Sure. It remains to be seen whether the gameplay will ref reflect that at all. We can see. Oh, sorry, I was talking about Three Houses. Graphically, it's more sort of moving in that direction. Which, if yeah. that's all it is, is fine. And maybe they add more RPG-ish elements, and maybe that's fine. Or maybe that makes it guide me and bad. We just have to see, you know? And I, I mean, think it's fair uh, to reserve uh, uh, your expectations. A little bit, a little bit to me, it seems like, Devin, you're trying to have your cake and eat it, too. So you're concerned mm -hmm. that... The next week, the next game is gonna be too much like Awakening and Fates, but then you're getting sort of, sort of skeptical and mad about it being the new game being so different from. No, that's not what I'm saying. Before. I'm I, I just mean the mindset where they go for these kind of fan servicey thing and. Well, I'll hold, call well, hold, it where are you, dialogue. Where are you pulling any of that from? We haven't seen anywhere near enough dialogue or quote-unquote fan service to be able to speculate anything I, about it yet. I'm not saying it's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, where are you happen. getting fan service from? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, like... It's you know, we've something seen a battle I'm, model that doesn't have the underwear on the front of the fucking it. pants. You know, it's already better than Fates on that front. So, uh, Devin right. hates Fire Emblem. I don't on. hate Fire Emblem. <laughs> no, no I'm kidding. Podcast. No, I don't think you're wrong to be skeptical, and I probably should be more skeptical than I am, and maybe I'll end up disappointed. But whatever, you know, it's fun to be excited about this. I kind of got into the fandom once Fates was already, like, almost out, or maybe even out in Japan already. So this is kind of the first time this has been, like, a real thing. You know? Oh, that's something else. It's We're getting, like, close, similar release dates internationally. That yeah. is Japan huge. That's good. <laughs> That's Especially, not that I, mean, just... I mean, granted, we don't have confirmed dates, but given how they treated uh, Echoes, it'd be I would be shocked if we're not going to have extremely close dates. Or, yep. hell, yeah. God forbid, a worldwide release. I mean, we're not Pokemon, so it's not going to happen, but I mean, we can dream, right? I will was, I was say the fucking Fates 
in oh, like I know. eight nine months. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> Between that was, that, was awful. <laughs> that was even worse for people who aren't like Sheffin and had to wait for the English release and didn't buy yep. the Japanese one. What about Europe? When Europe got fucked over with uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, Europe who cares it, about like, even like That's even weird. later than the U.S. Yeah, well, they, well the theirs US. was like months later because we got ours in like February yeah. and they got theirs in May, didn't hey, they? Yeah. Yeah, Fire Emblem Fates released in Europe two months ago, actually. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so people are still it, looking it, for the special edition there. <laughs> so, at least, at oh least... yeah, everyone who's listening, by the way, uh, if you want to pre-order the Fire Emblem Fates special oh, edition, that's right. You can come to our should, Discord. You should join our Discord. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Chef on this one. <laughs> oh my god, these fucking plebeians! I'm, I'm... You don't even know what. You were even there for the meme. Chef, I'm turning. Yes, it was. It's okay. I'm turning <laughs> Chef, I was there for the meme, and I started, hate it as much as you do. It started on the subreddit. Chef, I'm turning Husser to, to my side. I'm staying that? with Chef. Don't, be, don't become the meme lord, Husser. Keegan, you've always been on my side. Not this time. You're, you're, this you're meme, an anti-hero. This are meme an needs to die. This meme needs to die. The only reason die. we're saying that is because someone asked on our Discord the other day if they could do that there. See, it's not as bad like, as cinnamon rolls, Chef. This meme needed to die, and then Fates came out and has been out for years, and now I feel like it's funny again. People who are still making cinnamon roll jokes in 2018. No, that, that one needs to die. That one's... The special edition thread, every time I put a question thread up, <laughs> okay, that's all, that's the true. first questions are we, always, we don't, we don't is have, this where we don't I, have to I order the special that. edition? It's true. I don't have to moderate a yeah. question thread. I can see it's how that would you down. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even Chef, know the things I've done. For those of you listening who don't know, uh, the question thread on the Firewolf subreddit is a place where you can pre-order the Fate Special Edition. Yeah. <laughs> make make wow. sure make sure you Either, mention, yeah go go both. Uh, can't even just say in cut case. that because the editor was the one who said. Make that. sure you mention backslash user backslash Sheffin if like you want to. <laughs> who put user when they ping someone? In you Reddit? not user just you. You said user. I meant you because it stands for user. Man, you think you think our listeners read Reddit? Probably not. Right. Can they read? I mean, so we've already at least podcast. Just statistic, literally the first yeah. time we've recorded and in months in this shit show. What do you mean? Uh, anyway, just as a quick final thing, we're gonna have a Smash Direct pretty soon. Does oh yeah, let's talk about talk Smash. A bit about Fire Emblem and Smash. Yeah, um, I think we're gonna. For Smash? Are you gonna get a Edge Lord? Uh. I mean, I wouldn't I be surprised know. if they pulled a marketing move. Honestly, Lynn is well, semi-possible. Or wait, is there Lin's assist trophy? Yeah, yeah, Lynn's already right. assist trophy, so she's out. That's right, sorry. Unless yeah. they're going to do the and first that... time ever and do both, but in that case, Waluigi's well, 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 I, I honestly yeah, still think Waluigi possibility, well, just after no, all this no. craziness. He's dead. No. Let him die. He'll be the first DLC character, I'm calling it. Let him die. I'm calling it Devin Predictions, even though I said I don't do predictions. Yeah. I will say that's what Fire Emblem fans sort of have going is that uh, Sakurai is just a, also a massive Fire Emblem fan. Yeah. yeah that's, what do you think his wife is? He oh, loves no. FE4 also, which is cool. He, he does so like, that. I love FE4. And he's like, also, didn't he, he also consider Sigurd at one point? No. He well, he was going to no. do Leaf instead of Roll. Actually, that's that, right. Actually, God, that would have been so much uh, better. Yeah. That's actually like an unsubstantiated Fuck reason. Roy. There's actually nothing to support oh, okay. that. It's just one of those rumors that goes through the pedal. 
I mean, there's no but way we're getting anyone from. Can we wait? Can we canonize it? Like it, it, when people look at this podcast and. 70 years with their Fire Emblem history books out or whatever, sure, can we yeah. canonize that, like, Leaf was considered for Melee? I don't so know if we have that kind of we're power. Not, we're, we're, not, we're not Sakurai. The year is 20XX. Kaga has regained Fire Emblem and banned axes forever. The last, the last casual is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace. We're bringing it back but. to Metroid. This has just been, like, this has been beautiful. This is, this podcast like poetry it, it rhymes that's that's eight, where you're going eight. with that yeah it's like eight, poetry nine. it rhymes we've got clive it. is the key to everything if we're anyway, if we're star wars going back if we're, to if, going back to the original if point the quality here, of our podcast is comparable to star wars we're we're at our prequel era right now i'd say does that mean going we have to get to the sequels i mean so better than the prequels sort of like better than the prequels passable mediocrity so what you're saying is we're gonna go from passable mediocrity to a uh, slightly better but still sort of contested i mean anyway, say which, to, i i, I just want to say chef and poor guy wants to talk let's let's get back let's, let's get back to that instead last jedi's not that Star bad Wars. okay that's that's for after the podcast i'll pick that fight but back to the original more fire emblem and smash Currently, right now, we actually have like a lot of characters. Oh wow! But, like, yeah, only kind one of a assist- ridiculous amount. A kind of a ridiculous amount, but only like one assist trophy and three stages. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we get two of them aren't even like really, really Fire Emblem stages. Yeah, I'm annoyed because there are so many Fire Emblem characters and so few I care about. Yeah, but they're all the dumb ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lucina's an Echo character. That's good. That's a good fit for her. That's what she should have always been, even though they didn't used to exist. I mean, but, like, they did. Good. They just didn't have a name for it. it well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they were really arbitrary. And then people got mad because people are like, oh, did these characters got cut because of Lucina. It's like, Lucina didn't replace any yeah. character. No, but this this will hopefully quiet down those yes, people a little I, bit. Yes, I agree. I, I think That's really the good. main thing. And people seem well, to, like, like, actually be excited for that, which is cool, because it's like, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of hype for, like, Shadow that... being an Echo character, if that's a thing. And it's like, yeah, that, oh, that'd man, be cool. Oh, man, that'd be cool. Sure. Yeah. But, like, think think about how transparently a marketing ploy Corrin was two years ago. Yeah. Right. And then look at Corrin yeah, now, right. like, Really, Corrin's in Smash? Is that really the best emissary of the People series? People like Corrin, dude. I, yeah. I mean, they still I'm like Corrin. Sure I'm, I'm pretty sure female Corrin still ranked top ten in Choose Your Legends, yeah. mm-hmm. and male Corrin still top twenty. So they are still actually well liked, even though they, it's not you know, quite people, Robin levels, I would say. But you know, yeah, Corrin's... Robin, Robin's still like he's actually Robin's still be like behind. Okay, female Robin's up, Crom's also up, male Robin's like still down though. But he's still top ten. <laughs> Yeah. So apparently, you know, Marth is really popular Veronica, in Japan. Though. Anyway, and is like a hardcore legacy character. Whatever, fine. Roy, everyone's in the game, so whatever, fine. Well, Lucina is an Echo character. Well, Roy, Ike Roy's, actually makes sense. Roy's just know. a meme character. That's the thing. He's Roy got yeah. Roy got into four by the power of memes. Really. He, yeah, he was in Melee. Had a cult following because of the memes. Because you know, any skill. Skilled Roy can be any fox and all that. And it's because his name balls. rhymed with boy, and the announcer said it. That's literally why people part, care about Roy. <laughs> part of the meme. That's that's the thing. I'm not saying <laughs> I also. I'm not saying I don't appreciate no Roy's Roy's our boy memes, but let's oh, just let's know. call a meme what it is. 
yeah. I mean, pe- people people like people like to complain about you know ca- characters from like Awakening and Phase just getting like easy popularity because of design and whatnot. Yeah. But then you get Roy who gets top two males based entirely Smash. off Smash memes from people that haven't even actually Dude, played Dude, yeah, hard games. carried by memes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, I, mean I don't I think I've critical. seen a character get carried by memes Here. as much yeah. as Roy has. I mean, you know, I, I... Awakening like, and Fate's characters get carried memes, by their but... good sales, and Roy gets carried by memes. You know, that's just true. Like... <laughs> But they are more popular, you know? They are more Even popular because of Even if the reasons for that popularity are sort of, mm, but, you know, they are, so whatever. Yeah. That's true. But it, it'd be nice if they Does could find Does this mean we're getting Slippy Toad as the new Star Fox character? Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. But, With his so Star Fox guess... 64 voice. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of this, okay, we could potentially be getting Edelgard, though... Probably as a DLC, I don't see as like release. Cause yeah, I, I think I, I, think I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them do something similar with Corrin again. I, I mean, depending on release dates with uh, Three Houses and how it compares mm. to. Um... Oh man! Yeah. Well, if yeah. they announced Edelgard next week, there'd be a fucking riot on the Smash subreddit. Yeah. Be... Well, they... It would be fantastic. <laughs> That, yeah, it'd be kind of delicious. Fair, man, now, I, I gotta be honest. Now I'm kind of hoping for that. I I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want that until you said that. And then you remembered the outrage, and now you want it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like that, setting our sub on fire. Yeah, I I want I kind of want it, but on the other hand, I also want them to just go for broken, just add Goku, and just see that. <laughs> I just well, want to see that shit. Just show. add Shrek. <laughs> I had I'm a legitimate. Sure he won the choose your the uh, not the choose your legends poll, but the, the whatever Palette? they called it. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, Bayonetta was the highest rated character that, like, In we Europe. could actually add. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah out of reasonable. So yeah. Goku totally made more. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. But then, I mean, Sakurai got Cloud somehow, and he got Snake back. Which, God, um, I don't yeah. even want to know yeah. what a nightmare yeah. that was. Anyway, be so, ready for Sans in the next Smash Brothers. <laughs> oh, God. Sans and Papyrus. I, I gotta <laughs> be honest. Sans is gonna be a Ness Echo. I had a dream the other night that, like, I was watching a Nintendo <laughs> Direct. This is totally, like, not... This was before the Direct announcement, and... This sounds like the beginning of a shit And there was... The... I had a dream no, last no, night no, where no, I was I'm watching the Nintendo and there, Direct. <laughs> and there was, there was a character reveal, but it, was, it wasn't just Shrek. It was Shrek and Donkey, and I remember my dream being like, that's so smart, that makes this, so much more sense. This is not, this is not sounding less like a shit post. Uh, yeah. yeah, you just said I promise yeah. it's not a let's, shit post. Let's start <laughs> wrapping up. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're going to start wrapping up, but before we go, let's just note. say, before we go, let's just say this, um, like, you know, most dream character, what would you, what do you want? Who do you want to see the most out of anyone in the new Smash? Let's just go around. I want to see Sigurd and he has a horse. Hey, that oh, doesn't count. <laughs> what do you mean that doesn't wow, count? Wow, you can't, it doesn't have to be Fire Emblem. You get you, yeah. That's I don't yeah I don't that is my. Dream I mean character. I'd like to see that as well. That would be incredible, but. Yeah. What? What the fuck do you, you mean know, that doesn't I'm, count? You're gonna get Lachesis, and she's gonna be fucking foot based unit and use a staff. <laughs> yeah. No, you do Master Knight so Lachesis. That's the way to go. No, <laughs> he's going off heroes, but yeah. What about you, Keegan? What's your? Uh, if since I'll just do on Fire Emblem, I think Hector would be cool. Will it happen? No, but it'd be cool. No, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like people who wanted Hector and Ephraim back during the Smash Ballot. I think the chances were about zero, but I mean, hey, it'd be cool if they did it. 
I mean, yeah, then again, people also thought that about Ridley. And it's like, oh, well, he's not going to happen. And now we live in a world where it did. And so yeah, it I can't you say know, it's in impossible. Like years, in like 10 years and two Smash games, there might have been a remake that would make that reasonable. But yeah. it's not going to be. I, 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 I like still, yeah, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I think the chances are basically none. But uh, I mean, I can't say it's impossible. Yeah, it's it just extremely I think it unlikely. definitely happen eventually. It's just—it's entirely dependent on there being a remake, basically. Right. And even then, it's hardly a given for either of those. No. Do you guys no, think Gino me, has I, a shot I, this time? <laughs> I still no idea who that is. <laughs> He's a character from Super Mario RPG that people have like since before Brawl. People have been like clamoring to have him in. But I'm pretty sure there's some licensing thing with Square Enix that, like, they don't have access to any of the Marvel I mean, but they got characters. Cloud then, so it's not impossible. They got Cloud, and we do, and we do now have Octopath Traveler. And... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but if you think about the, like, the money and time and effort that they spent to get Cloud in, do you think they put that in for Geno? I'm skeptical. Dude, the, he's, like, he must have done well in the Smash ballot, because he's been a thing for forever, and Sakurai's well, we wanted him in since Melee, so... I mean, we don't, we don't know. I'm just, ballot. I'm not saying it's gonna it happen. Could, it could just I'm be, just saying I think it'd be funny. The top five could just be like five different spellings of Goku. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna say I, I want my, I want my dream character. I'd fucking love if Chrono would be in. That'd be so cool. On the Square Enix hype train. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Can we get a new Chrono Trigger game, please? <laughs> no. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna add to my dream team Magus then. Oh <laughs> my God, Magus would be. I mean. It, like, if we got a Chrono Trigger character, it'd be Chrono, but Magus... Yeah, and even like, that would never happen, no. but yeah, but, <laughs> that'd be cool. But Magus would be like, oh my god, or Frog. And it's more I love villains. Frog, too. Yeah. But now, it, Hustler, let's let's replay Chrono Trigger and talk about it on the show, because <laughs> that's a good game. I haven't actually beaten it ever. Let's save it for next game. Next well, game. I mean, it's okay, Devin hasn't beaten it either, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Devin doesn't beat games. I, I have beaten Chrono Trigger. I don't believe you. I don't believe you either. I don't. You're I, lying. I beat Super Nintendo <laughs> RPGs. I have beaten. I've you're beaten lying. Final Fantasy IV. I've beaten Earthbound. You don't know how to beat a game. You're lying, uh, dude. <laughs> Do you even know what credits are? No. Have you ever no, seen the credits? <laughs> when he says he beat something, that means he got to the last level. Dude, I beat Birthright it. once, but it was on Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was still struggle. <laughs> Guys, I beat Lin Mode. That means I beat FE7. That's true. Yeah, that's I over. saw credits or whatever. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the only way Devin's going to beat FE7. That's the only way he has beaten FE7. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this podcast ending now. Wow, it didn't even ask me. He can't handle the slander. <laughs> didn't even ask I want Darren here to, to be my savior, but I'm not sure if he might just make fun <laughs> of me. He's not going to well. save you. He'll probably just make fun of me as well. I mean, yeah, he would. Daddy Darren. Even anyway. Chris would come in here and make fun of you. Oh, fuck. Dude, back. Chris left the server. That was fucked up. We were, I guess what? we can say this. We were Whoa. we were planning on having Chris on an episode for like an anniversary thing, but Chris fucking left. <laughs> anyway. Maybe he got um, reburied at sea. What were we even saying happened to him? Uh, uh, he, he, he threw him in the, in the Atlantic. Someone yep. killed yeah. him. 
probably me. Yeah. So maybe he's in the Pacific now. I usually yeah, he, he, you know, he, he's, coastal, yeah, see what happened was he's... Oceanic currents are really Yeah, he swam you know? from he Europe. He took a boat, and then he was, like, in the U.S. for a while crossing. That's when he was alive, but then now he's in the Pacific. <laughs> so maybe we'll see him again in Japan in a few years. Yeah, yeah, he'll pop back oh, yeah. up a while later. He'll That's when he'll make it to Japan, his final destination. We're an hour and 11 minutes in, but I should probably mention we have a Patreon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess uh, we do, you can don't donate we? to us if you like to watch four young men slowly travel towards insanity and eventually speak for institutionalization. Yourself. But um, yeah, I think you mean like two and a half young men travel towards insanity. Well, who's the half? Wow. That point. Yeah. Who's Charlie yeah. Sheen in this scenario? I feel like oh, it's God, me. No, I didn't mean to do that. Fuck! I just meant that like <laughs> one person's halfway to insanity. Oh God, that's I feel. Wow. Can we title this episode and it, Two and a Half and Men? Episode. No, <laughs> never. No, can you can you please? Oh yet. my God! Can you please in the intro instead of doing the, the song we normally do? Can you just do the like, men, no. men, 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 men? No, men, I'm not gonna men, fucking no, do that. This joke's an hour. What I will do is do name that. the episode "Fire Emblem Two and a Half Houses." That that, that actually... that'll work. That's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's All a right. compromise hey. I can stand by. This is uh, yeah. this is this is how we decide our uh, title names in in real time, people. <laughs> <laughs>